Investing in your business can be a wonderful way to grow wealth and live the life you want. That's what I'm doing. But investing in someone else's business can be even better. In my opinion, this is the best way to generate true passive income streams. Through ETFs or exchange-traded funds, you can buy a basket of shares in different companies in one trade. BetaShares offers Australia's broadest range of ETFs, including the Global Cashflow Kings ETF, ticker symbol CFLO, which lets you invest in 200 companies with high levels of free cash flow, such as Visa and Costco, in one ETF. You can learn more about CFLO and the BetaShares fund range by visiting betashares.com.au. Read the PDS and TMD on the website and consider if the fund is right for you. BetaShares Capital Limited is the issuer. Welcome to the Australian Business Podcast. I'm Daniel Golubev. I'm Jordan Kittis. I'm Owen Rask. We're here to help you make more profit, find work-life balance, save time, capital, and grow your business. Every week, we drop the best tax tips, marketing hacks, growth strategies, and methods to help you grow. If you haven't already, take the free Rask Business Course. Book a chat with me or Daniel at Grayspace. Or get in contact with us about business coaching. We also love hearing from you. So send us your questions and feedback using the resources found in the podcast player for each episode. Let's get into it. Welcome to this episode of the Australian Business Podcast. Jordan, how are you going? Good, good. Daniel, how are you doing? I'm well, I'm well. It's I'm good. great. We're filming video, not to put you guys on the spotlight. I can see you just sweat dripping. I am, because <laughs> I can see <laughs> myself. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> <the> screen. <laughs> <laughs> don't look, don't look. No, it's great, because we get to put some stuff on YouTube and, and wherever. Um, if you have any questions, any question about any business, tax, finance, legal, Send us your questions via the link in the podcast player. If you are watching on YouTube, you can send that via the description. There's a link there. Or if you are listening on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, there's a link that you can click. It says, ask a question. Select the Australian Business Podcast. We are going to start doing more question and answer sessions going forward. Secondly, we are hoping to uh, air episodes at least every Thursday morning. So every Thursday morning at 7 a.m., if you're an early bird, you can listen to the podcast or Thursday night, if you want to get on the way home, make us part of your daily routine every Thursday morning. Today, we're asking the question, is zero still the best choice for small business? Um, what's the answer, guys? Yes. Yeah, it's a quick <laughs> And a end quick of yes. podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, see you next Thursday morning. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, it. not the, it's not the one and only sort of solution, as, as most people know, but it is definitely our preference, I think, from a user compatibility component, efficiency, yep. reliability- all the functions, I think it's a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're not just going to tell you, is zero still the best choice? Because it seems like it is. And it's not just the three of us sitting in here saying it's great. And they're not a sponsor of the show or anything, by the way. Although <laughs> they could be. Yes. If you are. <laughs> we are waiting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it is not just us because there are now millions yep. of people and businesses that use uh, zero all around the world. And it's really just an impressive platform for anyone from anywhere to get on. So, we're going to share kind of our five favorite use cases, whether you're currently using it, which is this is where it's probably the most valuable for you because we're going to tell you things maybe that you didn't know you could do, or you're thinking of starting with zero. Um, we did do an episode a little while back about zero hacks and tips. Um, can someone just give some context around what zero did? for the like accounting and small business like industry. Yep. Because I think for people that don't have the context that you guys have from like five, 10 years ago, they don't understand how this changed the industry. Yeah. So five, 10 years ago, it was pretty much just in Australia anyway, the, the main um, software was MYOB. And 
it wasn't online. So if you were to go to your accountant and do your business activity statement, you'd have to go there, take a USB stick, hand it to them, and then they would do your business activity statement. What Zero did and was one of the first to do is they put that accounting file online. Right. So I can log on as an accountant at any point in time into say your zero file mm. and then see everything that you can see. So they pretty much just bought the accounting world into the cloud. Yep. And so you could access it from anywhere at any time. Yes. And then for users like me, it actually made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could see like how much, if I wanted to download a report or see a report, I could be like, oh, look, it's, um, you know, I made this much revenue. Exactly. And it allows feedback as well. So if you have a bookkeeper or an accountant and you're not sure of something, it's a quick phone call and we can be looking at the same thing on our computers. Whereas previously it was a nightmare to get feedback, to look at your reports. Or if you had a quick payroll question, you couldn't just log in and it's all there. You had to try and explain what you're looking at. Whereas now it's easy. Yeah. Now it's become more of a conversation between business owner and advisor versus just an accountant telling you what's happened three months ago or six months ago yep. because a lot changes in 36 months as business owners we know that right yeah so what what zero did was it created a platform where it invited the business owner and the advisor to look at the same set of information where before it was the accountant would prepare it and the client listens yeah it's a it's a very different dynamic in my opinion by creating like a single ledger it, it just provides a lot more clarity to businesses yeah and you, how they're performing yeah and you guys as accountants can spend most of your time talking about strategy not talking about what the number was exactly so yeah. you can in an hour-long meeting you're actually oh did this work here's how that impacted your business maybe could you try this could try that yeah especially with what daniel said the previous method of doing things you're looking at the review the revision mirror everything's done three months is a long time whereas now because things are getting more efficient, it allows you to spend more time doing strategy work and business advisory work for a client. Yep, yeah, makes sense. Okay, so I know zero because I log in, I check on, on things, I do my payroll. That's probably like the biggest thing for me um, because it makes it easy. And I think that's number one on yep. your list. So let's jump straight to that. Cool. The first thing you can do with zero is payroll and super processing. What does that mean? Yep, so the good thing about zero is you can process your super and do your payroll. Okay, so what, is, yeah, <laughs> um, what does that mean so in practice? What it, what it means is, let's say we lodge a fortnightly pay run, we can log in and all of our staff information is gonna be there, all the pay templates are already in there. So if you have staff that are on a salary, it's pre-populated. If you have staff mm -hmm. that are hourly, you can have that hourly rate pre-populated. So it's easy if, they need to, if you need to process overtime, time and a half, double time, it's all there set up. It's just really important that you set it up properly from the start. So if you're setting up your zero file, yourself it's probably good to reach out to an advisor to just go over it um so the payroll is really good really easy you can do all your single touch payroll in there as well long as it's set up correctly it's just click of a button and it sends it to the ato um you've got all of your leave and your sick leave as well which is really good because it accrues it automatically there's no manual calculations that are done as long as the settings are set up properly um it's good to go sick leaves accrued annual leaves accrued it's really easy to process that for your staff um, mm. And I guess my favorite thing about payroll and zero is the clearinghouse. To process super, it's literally the click of a button and mm. it's done. Pre whereas previously you'd have to use the ATO clearinghouse, which can be a nightmare and you have to manually enter everything. But in zero, it's literally tick down the column, process, they send you a text message to verify and it's done. Yeah. So, and, that, and it's like one to two weeks and the super's in the account of- yeah. 
of your employer. So zero will draw it from whichever like, they use a certain super fund. I can't remember which one it is. They'll draw it to like a clearinghouse, and then they disperse to all of the super funds for all the staff. Whereas previously, you'd have to like do all this like manually, or you'd have to develop a relationship with one of the super funds, and then they would send it out. Yeah, right? yeah. So before the ATO clearinghouse, you'd have to do that. You'd get all the information and then send it out manually, which is a logistical nightmare. Yeah. Whereas here, it's it's easy. Like you don't even have to pay it. Like zero draw the funds out of your bank account, your nominated account. So yeah. there's not even sort of having to go in, make calls or log in, pay by credit, pay do this, yeah. do that. It, it type in the code, it will draw the funds for you like mm. a direct debit. So having it sort of done easily really prompts business owners because a lot of times like, yeah, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. Yeah. And then you're overdue. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a problem. And you guys would use this because in your two bank account strategy for small businesses, you guys would have this in the account. This money would be sitting in the account. It's not the transaction account. It's that other one that's put aside for tax and super and all that sort of stuff, right? Exactly. Yeah. And as um, times are changing as well, I think it's 2025. Every time you have you lodge a pay run, you're going to have to pay your super. So you don't get late. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think they're, they're, bringing that, they're talking about bringing it out for the 27 financial year. Yeah. Um, again, it's not law. I think we're talking about a matter of time, not- Yeah, it's not if. Yeah, it's when. when. It's the same thing with the single touch payroll. Now I think this is the next stage where you're going to be processing your payroll and then processing processing the super at the exact same time. Next will be withholding tax as well. Yeah, imagine all the tax and everything. They'll just want it instantly. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm not completely against that, to be honest. I think for businesses, it's important to feel the gross effect of their employees. Yeah. It's really, really important because it gives you a false sense of sort of performance, especially if you've got quite a few employees, call it, you know, 10 employees. We're talking about tens of thousands of dollars a month potentially that you think you're doing better than you are. Yeah. And then you come back time and it's sort of like, oh, yeah. Where's all the money, money going? Yeah. That, that's right. But they're not profits. They're the gross wage that hasn't been put aside. That's a really, really big sort of problem we see with a lot of businesses and they suffer cash flow every bass so i think bringing it in eventually not a bad idea so the second thing that we love about zero for small businesses is software integration yeah so daniel maybe you want to chime in on this yeah so we're not saying zero is your one-stop shop but the reason we really recommend it is because there's so many other softwares that link into zero itself whether it be as simple as you know even like your paypal account that can sync sort of your invoices through for e-commerce businesses, mm. Tradeify, ServiceMate for, you know, building construction or project type businesses. They sync your quotes. They sync your invoices once it's generated into the zero file so you can have your job costing on point through other softwares. Everything then gets back yeah. integrated. You can reconcile against it from Dex to HubDoc, so all your receipt management, mm. put all your payables into it. I, I just think the tech stack options with zero are endless and you can customize it to whatever you need your tech stack to be Mm. and so that's what it's like the backbone isn't it Mm -hmm. that's what i think about it it's like everything kind of hangs off it yeah um whether it's stripe paypal um what's the other one you used for e-commerce to convert uh a2x a2x yeah the good thing about that is depending on what industry you're in the you can go to zero marketplace i think it's called and you can just search by your industry to see if there's any apps that are 
specifically built for you. So it's probably not a bad place to look to see if you can automate. save time and automate things for sure. Yeah, it's such a good thing. Anything to that touches your financials, you should see if there's a zero yeah. automation for it because why not? basically yeah, yeah for sure um so the third reason that we like zero for small business is quoting invoicing and reminders i think anyone that runs like a service-based business billables by the hour by the project this makes a lot of sense for sure yeah um the good thing about it is it's all in one location um so you can it's really easy to move a quote to an invoice and then once that invoice is set you can even organize reminders yep. to go out to uh, the people that owe you money this is really important because being a service-based business, getting paid on time, like we're one of the worst countries in the world for that. Yeah. Like it's statistically proven Australia sucks when it comes to paying your bills on time. <laughs> so having things like reminders set up is really important because if you are relying on payment of for one or two bills and you've only got, you know, a week or two to, uh, cash to cover expenses, you're going to- you're going to fall in, into trouble very quickly if, if you're waiting. And this can just shorten that time up because you're constantly sending out reminders. Yeah. And it also reduces the awkward conversations you're going to have sometimes. Yeah. Because chasing up a $200 bill can be a bit like, oh, am I really going to chase up $200 bills? But then you've got 10 of them. Yeah. And then you've got to sit there on the phone to 10 different people saying, hey, can you please pay my $200 invoice? Yeah. Whereas with the reminders, it can probably, out of those 10 people, eight of them might pay based on the reminders and you got to do two calls. Mm. So it also reduces the manual sort of chasing of your invoices as well because even with the reminders, there are still people that will not pay you. Yeah, It is that simple and you're probably going to have to get onto the phone eventually, but it just reduces the amount of time you got That's to do that. That's such a good point because a lot of people are intimidated by the money conversation. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I can sell myself. I can tell you what I do and we can have this conversation. And then, and this is fair enough, a lot of people don't talk about money in that conversation because they said, oh, I'll send you an email. And that's what I do, to be honest. I send an email with a proposal. So, and it's in writing too, so they've got it. Rather than me having, like we can talk generally, but I'm like, I'll think about it and I'll design something for you. And that's pretty common. And I think that's a really easy way for people that are need to get around that conversation. Yep. Uh, and you can basically use that as like a way to kind of in introduce that conversation and then- ongoing you can do those repeating invoices yes yeah which is what i use like repeating invoice every month it's an invoice that just gets sent they check it, it then when it gets paid it reconciles boom done yeah. um so the fourth reason and this is something that applies to certain businesses the fourth reason to kind of use zero in your small business this idea of bill tracking and payables maybe let's talk about this and what it does yeah cool so it's the other side of what we just spoke about, yeah. um, where we need to we receive bills and we need to pay them. So in Zero, there's a couple of ways to do it. You can either manually enter the invoice into Zero with all the information, or you can just email it. And I think we're going to talk about that in the next point. So I'll yep. just keep that brief. But you can just have it automatically populated in bills. Um, so at any point in time, you can log on and see who, who you owe money to. Yep. And you can even set up, um, organize ABA files. An ABA file is a, a file that you upload into your bank uh, and it can automatically process the payments. Yeah. yeah. So this is a service line we do for quite a few clients now. And we just more or less help them with their payment tracking. So some businesses are way too busy to pay bills every single day. Yeah. So like jumping in for half an hour to pay, you know, two or three invoices seems a bit pointless. Right. So setting up, you know, one day a week, call it every Thursday, you're going to be sitting around. Today we're paying bills. 
But during the week, you've obviously got bills that are coming through. It's important to know which ones need to be paid. So I think that's where, you know, having that tracking system is really, really important. If there, if there's not that many, I'd probably say just manually enter them and you can sort of attach the invoice, the PDF, look, works fantastic. But once you start getting a substantial yeah. amount of invoices coming through on a periodical basis, getting softwares and again, that software integration comes in really nicely. You know, the softwares like Dext, which is probably the one we use, so simple. Send an email into Dext. Dext generates it, approve it, it goes straight into your accounting file. Yeah. From there, you assess it when the due dates are, tick the box, create ABA file, upload it to your bank, and you've paid 20 invoices at once. Yeah, yeah. that's so good. And it's like Daniel said, at the start, when you've only got a couple, you might think, oh, yeah, I've only got a couple. There's no point using Dext or uh, HubDoc. But we, we go into business we all want to grow and, and and have more and more revenue, which means we're going to have more and more bills. So it's really good to get into that process at the start, even yeah. when you have a couple of bills, because fast forward in two or three years, if you if you've got twenty bills a week, you need to pay, and you yeah, and you you're in that manual process. It's hard to get out of that, but if you can if you can move towards this, where you're doing your bills from the get go and doing the ABA file from the get go, although it may not save you much time at the start, later on. In the business cycle, it definitely will. Yeah. And setting those, that foundation of, of your process. Yeah. Again, sort of, I know we've spoken about sort of processes in, in previous episodes, but this is, you know, a key example of setting that really, really good foundation is going to save you a lot of time and probably a lot of money because you don't have to pay for people to spend hours and hours and hours sort of fixing it for you. It's going to mm. pay so much dividends over time versus just now. So do you guys get emails like, um, invoices sent directly to Dext? Yes. Yeah. yeah so yeah. they send directly to Dext, that automatically syncs in with zero. Mm -hmm. At the every fortnight or whenever you do your, your pay run, mm -hmm. you would look at that and you'd be like, okay, there's four invoices outstanding. Download the ABA file, drag and drop that into NAB or whatever business bank you use, do multiple funds transfer, hit submit, bang. Done. Done. All sorted. Comes through the bank feed. Yeah. It's well, one line as well. It's only one bank line saying multiple payments. And I call it 20,000 comes through and then all of a sudden zero already knows what invoices they are. It, mad it automatically links it up and sort of separates it to each, you know, expense account that you need it to go to. Um, I think the function, especially as a growing business, is going to save you a lot of time and money because mm. there's a lot of bookkeepers that make a lot of good money manually processing this. Yeah. But you can probably save yourself, you know, tens of thousands of dollars over mm. the life of your business simply by having a function like this available the fifth and final thing the fifth and final reason to like and make use of zero is that it's online it's easy to use yeah sounds pretty good yeah um i think we briefly touched on it before where it's the same file that and everyone's using the same file it's called a single ledger system whereas rewind maybe 10 or so years ago you didn't have that and if you did like we said you have to bring it into your accountant to make adjustments whereas now if you ring your advisor, bookkeeper, accountant, whoever it may be, and you have a quick question, it's easy to go in there and we're looking at the same thing. Yeah. Whereas that wasn't the case years ago. Yeah. We weren't able to just jump in and make changes. We're doing our accounting work in the same zero file that you're doing your payables in or your payroll in. Everything's in the same location. So if you need to look at any management reporting, your P&L or whatever it may be, it's in that, in that location, in the same file that your accountant's going over to do your BAS or to do your tax return. So everything should be correct in that file. Yep. Yeah, they're more valuable conversations now. It's not, you know, oh, have we reconciled it? 
yeah. how much tax do I have to pay? It's house performance, I made changes X, Y, Z. How has that affected my financials? Or if this person has a business coach, the business coach, the accountant, and the client are all looking at the same information, can all work together to get the best result versus client come to accountant, can you please give me this so I can give it to a business coach? And then the business coach comes out, can you make these changes? And it's just an inefficient system. Whereas now, thanks to zero, everything can be so easily integrated so that if you've got multiple advisors, you're all looking at the same set of information, assessing the same business. Yeah. So yeah. I think that the conversation becomes far more valuable. Spot yeah. on with the business coach. It's yeah. really important because if you have a business coach, you need to see if what they're doing is working and you, the numbers paint the picture. Yeah. So it's really important um, that everyone can work together and they can get in there and, and see where you're at and see what changes they can make to put your business on the front foot and move forward. Absolutely. So five reasons that we like Zero. still think it's the best option for most businesses. Maybe there are alternatives for small businesses, but um, the best option is one, it, you can do your payroll and your super in one place. You can pay super. I was so confused about that when I started business. I was like, where the heck do I do this? I'm like, I know I need to pay it. Yeah. I know I've got to do it every month or every quarter, but how? Yeah. Like that was so confusing. Number two is like all the different integrations we talked about, like e-commerce, Tradeify, whatever your business, there's probably Hospo stuff in there. For sure. Whatever you want, it's in there. Uh, I saw a really cool one of like, I can't remember the name of it. It was like minute billing where you could like, if you bill by the minute, if you're like a lawyer or something like that, you can bill and it automatically syncs. Oh yeah, cool. So you can- The timesheet like, function. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, number three is like quoting, invoicing, reminders. It's all done in there. If you don't like the awkward conversation of money, just send them an email and set it to repeat or sync to your zero file. Number four is the opposite. When you got to pay the bills, send it to Dext, maybe HubDoc if they do the same thing. Um, automatically integrate your bank with your it, basically the running of your business yeah. and paying bills. And number five, it's all online. It's easy to use. Um, emails, getting all your team and your experts on the same page makes a lot of sense. So definitely not a plug for zero. Although I do own some zero shares. I've got I to saw admit, that post. <laughs> yeah, I do own some zero shares. So I've got to admit that. Um, but I've have held them for many, many years. Um, in no way does that influence me, but I do use zero as well. So uh, I just think it's really cool. But um, yeah, guys, this is heaps of fun. If people want to get in contact with you, uh, sounds really easy if they already use zero because uh, you guys can jump in and have a look at what they're talking about. Uh, Great Space Advisory. You can get in contact with Jordan, Daniel, and the team. Get a business health check. There's a link in the show notes, and you'll find heaps more information down there too. So check it out. Get your business on the right footing this financial year. Guys, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Australian Business Podcast. I think this series is best served with my free business course on RASC Education. My free course includes all of my notes, templates, employment guides, legal documents, marketing strategies, software recommendation, and ideas for starting and running a small business. If you're a small business owner or an expert like an accountant, lawyer, investor, or entrepreneur, I want to hear from you. I'm not 100% sure what we're going to do with this podcast series, so I'm looking for sponsors as well as potential co-hosts, and of course, I'm eager to invest in businesses run by talented people. If you're looking for a supporter or advisor, a silent partner, or even an investor to support your growth, I can help. Please contact me via the RASC website. Finally, if this podcast or the course helps you, I only ask that you please help me by sharing it with one friend, colleague, or family member who runs a business. Thanks for listening.